Garfield et Jeff What's up, feeders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Golf Hit in Japan. I am your host, Johnny. Hi, and I'm Missy. That's right. And as you find folks know, Golf Hit in Japan is about two dudes, booze. And Japan in the news. What the heck? (laughs) You did it? Holy smokes. Oh, my goodness. You got it. Well, it took Tom about six months to get it. And so for you, it took about a month and a half. So you know what? Come by. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Come by. Mm. Yeah, I was self-conscious about each episode, just whatever, blurting out Tourette's level anything. And it is Japan at the news. Yeah, it is. You, know, you got it. Yeah, What's Japan. And then What's news. wrong with me? There you go. You were wasted. <laughs> this that, is true. You were really wasted. <laughs> <laughs> you were drinking all day for three days. You were wasted. Mm. See, I have a couple of beers before the show. Sometimes I do drink a little bit too much before the show, but it's just like, you know, I'm setting up and one thing leads to another and I'll have one beer and another beer and another beer. And before I knew it, I'm like, holy smokes, I've had four beers. Time to do the show. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, four beers, then I just feel normal and very sober. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. When I first started doing this show, like me and the first original co-host, like we were both really nervous because at that time, nobody was doing a podcast in Japan. This is like 2009. We had a camera in front of us. We had the microphone. We're like, uh, what, should, what should we talk about? Let's talk about sushi. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Nobody knows anything about sushi. Right? And so we get really nervous and we just like drink a lot of beers. We drink like a six pack before the show. Mm. And then from there, we drink an additional two more six packs and then maybe do a couple of shots of uh, what was it? it was teacher's whiskey for all you old school faders out there. You're like, yep, that's exactly what you did. <laughs> My liver hurts. Uh, mm. Bad. Oh, my goodness. Um, speaking of drinking, Missy, mm-hmm. I had a situation that happened to me recently. Um, when I go when I go home from Ebisu to Nakameguro, I walk down. I was it called Komazawa Dori, and along Komazawa Dori, way in the outskirts of it, there's like this one bar that has this big sign that says International Beers, mm. and they have like pictures of all these delicious international beers, and some of them are my favorites. You know, I mean, they'll have like Bex and some German, other German beers, and they'll have like Anchor Steam, and I've always wanted to go in there, but I'm always walking home late at night, and it's just like ah. Uh, I don't want to go to the bar that late at night and whatever, unless I got some friends that are in there or something like this. It's always been bad timing, mm-hmm. except 
for last Tuesday. Mm. Last Tuesday, I was walking down the street, going home, and it's like maybe like 11 o'clock at night, and I'm kind of tired, but it's not too late. And there's a guy standing in front of the, the bar, and obviously he worked at the bar. He was wearing like the outfit, you know, the uniform, whatever. He had like this, uh, he, was, he looked like a bartender. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's like, oh, come on in, come on in, come on. He's speaking English. I'm like, oh, you speak English. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool, man. You know what? I've always wanted to go into this bar. I've always wanted to go in the bar, you know? Because I mean, I love international beers. Mm. Of course, I love Japanese beers, except for the brand new Asahi Super Dry, which we're drinking right now, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But I love international beers. And so I wanted to go in there. And right before I walked in, I asked him, I said, hey, is there like a sitting charge? And then he looked at me and he goes, well, no, but you have to order two dishes of food. I'm like, well, how much is like a dish of food? And he's like, a dish of food is anywhere from 800 yen to 1,200 yen, which could be, which is basically 20 bucks. You got to get 20 bucks worth of food just to enter the bar and start Mm -hmm. drinking. And I'm thinking like, dude, I'm going to spend maybe $40 yongsen yen worth of beer, like Mm -hmm. drinking, Mm -hmm. right? Can I bypass that? He's like, no, you have to order food. And I was like, this is bologna. I'm not Mm -hmm. hungry, but I'm thirsty. Let me just come in and drink. And he's like, no, you have to order food. And then I turned around and I walked out of the bar. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that noise. I know. So do you know the history of like the sit down charge or the sweat they charge? Mm-mm. You don't know the history of it? Mm-mm. Okay. I don't know the history either. So I'm going to make it up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> In the 1980s and the 1990s, Japan, especially Tokyo, had the bubble, the financial bubble. And at that point in time, people in Japan were making so much money. There's money everywhere in japan right and at that time japanese people started taking luxurious vacations and traveling around the world and just enjoying life and um, the restaurant business in japan became oversaturated with people because people had money and when you have money you don't eat at home you go to a restaurant you go there with your wife or friends or girlfriend whatever you do you know you just go out to restaurants you spend a lot of money right and it got so crazy at that point in time where basically they they tried they started charging people to come in just so they can make more money and also to kind of get people to like not come in because too many people are coming in. Mm -hmm. Now I just made that up, but does that sound realistic? Why not? Why not? (laughs) It's totally not true. I just made that up. Don't quote, don't, don't talk to your friends and be like, you know what I heard? I got bit in Japan. There's a sitting charge and it all started in the eighties. No, you're not going to sound smart. You're going to sound stupid. Google it. (laughs) Cause what are your friends going to Google and be like, no, that's not right. It all started right after World War II because there's no restaurants. And so the restaurants needed people to come in and they needed to make money. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm. Maybe they needed people to come in and uh, they didn't have a lot of money, the restaurants. So basically they started charging people just to sit down just so they can make a little extra money because in Japan, there's no tipping system. Oh, shit. Maybe that's it. Quote me on that one. <laughs> But anyway, I I right now, as of today, want to abolish this system. Yeah, it's bullshit. You know, you know what it is? It's probably like they don't want someone to go in there, order one drink and sit there for five hours. You know, of course, they wouldn't have that problem with like us, you know, because we drink. Oh. But I think there's a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. So all they have to do is be like, OK, well, um, I don't know, like there's a, you know, several hour limit of you know whatever drink like okay you can one drink every three hours is the minimum or something that's i'd rather go to a place that has that if mm-hmm. anything well firstly i don't like rules but if there were to have rules that's better than order two plates of food that you don't want to eat mm-hmm. yeah fuck that right 
That's ridiculous. Yeah, I'd rather have like a drink minimum. Like, yeah, exactly. You got to have at least five drinks. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm down for that. Five <laughs> Thank drinks. Thank you for the motivation. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, how much time do I got? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Mm. That's what it should be. A uh, food charge? And you know, when they, whenever they have like a food charge where you're forced to order the food, you know, that food is like a fucking micro, microwavable food. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's never good food. You're like, mm-hmm. Wow, this is delicious. I've never had bar food this delicious before, you know? Yeah, Actually, there's yeah. one bar there's one bar that has magnificent food mm-hmm. in Ebisu. It's what the Dickens. Oh, oh, I love that place. The food there is fabulous. Oh my god, their meat pie is mm-hmm. so awesome. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. god. Faders, if you're in Japan or if you're coming to Japan, because now you can kind of come to Japan now, mm-hmm. definitely go to What the Dickens and order a couple of pints and eat the food. Yes. That place has great bar food. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. But the place that I walked into, I mean, they had a lot of great beers. And the beers, I, I don't know, I don't remember the price was. I mean, it didn't really matter because I wanted to drink the beers. I would have paid mm-hmm. anything, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, food, I can't justify that. I really can't justify that. Like, I'm forced to order, like, what? A hamburger and a, a salad <laughs> just so I can have like six beers. Dude, I'm going to have the hamburger or whatever. I don't even know what the food is, karage or something. But once I eat that, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of full. I don't want to drink anymore. Bye. Mm-hmm. Peace. You know, you just mm-hmm. lost a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Because when I go to a bar, I like to enjoy myself, you know, and having like maybe like five or six beers. Mm-hmm. That's great. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I had like real pints, then I probably would have had three or four. Yeah, I wish I I miss like nice, nice beers at the fucking pub. Now you have me hating on this too. Now I can't look at this and just feel good anymore. Wait, what are we looking at, at for the, the audio? At the crappy new uh, recipe soup, Asahi Super Dry. Everybody, Johnny hated it first. Now I'm starting to hate it with a passion myself. And you just bought a six pack of tall big <laughs> yeah, boys. Look I at did, this. I did. I don't know why. Like when you came in with that, I was like, oh my God, she found the old school ones. I know, I wish. And look at this. Peters, I, I, I talked about this in the last podcast, but I mean, for you guys that are watching on Twitch or if you guys are watching on a YouTube, whatever, if you look right here on the new can of Asahi Super Dry, there's a chart on the beer that shows you visually that this beer tastes better. (laughs) I shit you not. A real scientific chart right there. (laughs) It's ridiculous. It says this beer tastes better. Look, here's a chart just so you can tell. You know, I would I would use my taste buds. I'm like, oh, this tastes better. But no, it tastes terrible. You know what this tastes like? It tastes like, um, I don't know. Like I if you took like a whiz and you just left it in like the toilet water and then you waited a couple of days and then you poured a cup of that into like another cup and you fill that up with 50% water. So it's 50% whiz water from the toilet and 50% of like normal water. And then you drink that. It's probably the same. (laughs) It's probably the same. You know, I mean, seriously, Mm -hmm. I can't believe there's a a damn chart. Mm, I've never heard of that. Have you heard of any kind of like, restaurant or any <laughs> any kind of like company that said hey listen this one tastes better because we have a chart that says it tastes better look right i've never heard of that <laughs> no the person who made it was drunk <laughs> you know what we need on this label a chart <laughs> everybody loves numbers and charts well then again this is japan people here are really good with math oh yeah that's true dude my that's wife true. says she's terrible with math and she does my taxes because i did it okay johnny give this to the accountant i'm like you pretty much did like a lot of it like she puts everything in nice charts dude we give it to our accountant our accountant's like 
Oh, so good. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, I think our, our taxes are so well organized that he can do our taxes in like five minutes. <laughs> I should just have my wife just do my taxes. I don't know why I have a, an accountant right now. Yeah. But she is good with math. But yeah, so I guess like people here just love charts. Look at that. Look at that. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's so, so crazy. Mm. Oh, anyway. So yeah, Asahi super dry. Boom. Well, no, I mean, the, the reason I got this is because Asahi, I'm just so used to like just going for when there's no Budweiser, the Asahi. It's just what mm. I do, right? Yeah. And it's like I drank out all the Budweisers at the store again today. You know what's really funny? Um, you know that um that comedian Shane Smith? He's like this, like um face tattoo throat tattoo guy. oh my god yeah i know that guy yeah. he's hilarious and yeah he, and yeah and so um like i was just watching his um stand-up right yesterday and he does this bit about like um i'm drinking um so much mountain dew ah. that when i go to the 7-eleven they call me mountain dew guy and he's like do you know how much mountain dew you have to drink to not have the nickname throat tattoo guy and i'm just like dude i can guarantee you that 7-eleven across the street i'm budweiser girl and not throat tattoo girl like i guarantee it because every time the, those people are like those, they're, they're they're probably like that that fucking asshole girl. We have to carry all the Budweisers out from the back and put it in the shelf just because she keeps fucking coming here. Coming here, I guarantee it, dude. And it just cracked me up yesterday when I was thinking about that. Wait, mm. wouldn't it be better to be called throat tattoo girl than Budweiser girl? Budweiser yeah. girl does not sound cool at all. Fuck yeah, I don't want to be Budweiser. That's girl. like the worst nickname. Dude, I'm sad about but, the amount of Budweisers I drink. This uh, is sad. This is sad. I mean, let's just like the 1980s. Budweiser girls were like those really like really like hot model girls. And they're hanging out with Spud McKenzie, the dog. Was it Spud McKenzie? Spud McKenzie, the dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's it is sad. So how about tomorrow we start uh, not drinking? Okay, we talked say? about this. We talked about this. Well, so we did, but that we were supposed to not drink earlier a few days ago. Okay, all right. Well, we talked about it then, and then, then we both was, fucked up. So let's talk about it. Now. All right, all right. You introduced this to the faders. Okay, so Johnny and I are thinking about what um, thirty days of sobriety starting. Dare I say tomorrow? Tomorrow's Monday. I'm not. I can't drink on Monday. Oh yeah, me neither. Okay, I, all I, right, I, fine. Tomorrow, there. Yay! I shouldn't be drinking this late at night right now. I gotta wake up at six. Oh no, my Siri just went off. Oh my gosh, I gotta. How do I turn off Siri? My Apple Watch phone thing. I don't own one. Did I? I, do, I oh no, it just happened again. Dude, <laughs> dude, dude, how old do I sound? This Apple Watch phone thing, wrist thing. <laughs> This this magical cube on my wrist. I don't know how to do it. Oh, the magical cube. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. The Rubik's cube of power on my wrist that can tell time and the future and knows everything about anything. <laughs> Shit, you gotta be careful. You know, me and Scott were doing a podcast and somehow he said the S word. Oh. And then all of a sudden it's like, you just bought a house. And he's like, what? <laughs> He didn't buy a house. I'm exaggerating, but yeah. So, okay. So 30 days sobriety. Okay. Oh man, it's spring. Okay. So what day is today? Today is the 13th. Mm -hmm. So the 13th of uh, March, March, March. 13th of April. So that means for all the cherry blossom things. Oh God. You know, okay. Okay. Should we try for a week of sobriety? Oh, I can easily do a week. Okay. Well, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> All I got to do is work. As long as I work, See, I can't drink, you know? Well, I, I don't work. That's the problem. Well, your jobs are different from my jobs. Mm. I'm going to deal with clients and go out with clients. Yeah, if I'm up with a client, the client's like, okay, we're going to go to a Nihonshu bar. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't go there. Well, let's go to Starbucks. And he's going to be like, Johnny, you're a pussy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> man, don't call me that. But, um, okay, okay. How about, okay, all right. A month of sobriety. Okay, all right. Okay, we're going to have, like, rules. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, a month of sobriety is cool unless it's a work-related thing where you're forced to drink. No, I just want to not do this. Well, I mean, that means, I mean, yeah, I can drink and you can't pretty much. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I can do two weeks. Mm -hmm. I can do two weeks because if somebody wants to have like a a drinking meeting or something like that, I can like postpone and be like, I'm sorry, this week is not good for me, but, you know, a week after that is good or something. So I can do two weeks. Can you do two weeks of of like no alcohol whatsoever, except for kombucha? Kombucha's yeah, got a yeah. little, little bit of alcohol in it. Yeah, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. No. Thank God. I drink yeah, a lot of kombucha. I think I can do two weeks, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm asking you. I, don't, I can't invest. <laughs> what, am I your liver now? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, sure. You could do it. I'm getting very nervous right now. Uh, are, you, are you shaking already? Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. All right. All right. Two well, weeks. Uh-huh. I, was, um, I, was, I was too drunk to go to AA last week. So I bailed on that situation. You're supposed to go there with Tom. I know. I, I talked just... to Tom today and he's like, yeah, we're supposed to go to AA, but she called me when she was drunk and I was drunk. So it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, Tom. <laughs> oh, Avatar Assassins. Oh, what's Hi. up? What's up? Avatar <laughs> Assassin on Twitch. Awesome. Um, what okay. is he saying? He's saying, what up? What up? Yep. Oh man, Kampai. Okay, I'll go. I'll go two weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now two weeks. Okay, let's do like two weeks by two weeks. Now, if we do two weeks, there's no like prize or anything, right? Okay. Because I mean, fucking, I mean, we're kind of losers for not being able to go two weeks. <laughs> but this is Japan. Whenever you go on with anybody, you got to drink, right? So okay. Sure. Kinda. So. <laughs> So, okay. All right. We go for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And if we do that, totally cool. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. There's no penalty. There's no prize. Mm -hmm. But after that, if we can go three weeks, (laughs) not four weeks. Mm -hmm. So if we can go three weeks Mm -hmm. of non of no drinking Mm -hmm. alcohol whatsoever, Mm -hmm. then in that case, then there's got to be a penalty or a price. Mm -hmm. And we kind of discussed this uh, last week. We're just shooting the shit and we're talking about this. So, okay. What is the penalty and what is the prize missing? So the prize is um, we all go out for a steak dinner. Yeah. But the penalty, we did not discuss what should it be. Okay. I see this. Okay. Starting tomorrow, Mm -hmm. if we can go three weeks without drinking any alcohol whatsoever, except for kombucha, what's going to happen is we both, no, you and your your friend and me and my wife mm-hmm. we get together and then we have a steak dinner and basically okay. we we split it 50 50 mm-hmm. if we both can make it mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. if you drink alcohol and i don't drink alcohol that means you and your friend have okay. to pay for me and my wife's steak dinner yes now mm-hmm. the thing is if i drink alcohol mm-hmm. And and you don't drink alcohol, then switch, right? Mm-hmm. Then I have to pay for you and your friend's steak dinner. Fair. And we're going to have the steak dinner at the one and only 
What? Ribera. What is Ribera? Ribera is the wrestler steakhouse in Nakamegro. Hell yeah. It is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So every single wrestler who's anybody has to go to that steakhouse. So, I mean, there's so much history there. And they have all these photos on the wall of every single wrestler that's been there at Ribera. Oh, it's great. Everybody's been there. Mm-hmm. Every wrestler's been there. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only wrestler that hasn't been there was Andre the Giant. Oh, really? Oh, is he? Has he been there? I don't. I don't know. I didn't see his photo. They got like like a hundred photos of all the pro wrestlers that mm-hmm. have been there from like overseas, mm-hmm. and I've seen all. I looked at. I was like, oh, Jake the Snake. Oh, oh Hulk Hogan. Oh my goodness, everybody's. But okay. I've never seen. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've never seen. Uh, what you call it? Uh, Andre the Giant. Yeah, let's go and look further. So when we go there, we're going to have to try to find Andre the Giant. Oh, that'd be so awesome if we went there. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's, it's so special. Mm-hmm. It's such a special place. Yeah. It's the so it's Ribera is the pro wrestling steakhouse of pretty much Japan, if not Asia. I think it's the only oh, the pro world. wrestling steakhouse that I know of in the world. Yeah. Hell yeah. I it's awesome. So. And it happens to be in Nakameguro and it's run by Japanese people and they play like country Western there and stuff. It's old like school old country school, Western. Yes. Old school country. It's like, how does stuff like this exist in Japan? It's so cool. Cause Japan's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, all right. Are you, are we really going to do this? <laughs> I'm going to lose so <laughs> much weight. <laughs> it was your idea first. Well, because you're like, my liver hurts. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> I can't have another co-host go to rehab. Oh God. Tom, after the whole Tom situation, it's like, man, I drink way too much. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's part of your charm. Oh my gosh. So I, I can't let that happen again. So this, this is my, my safety net, I guess. Yeah, so. no, it's bad today. Like right when you walked into the house today, I was on the phone with my first ex-husband, right? Oh, I love that guy. David, what's up? What's up, David? And um, yeah, I, I was telling him the Shane Smith thing. I'm like, oh, I don't, I, I think I'm Budweiser girl, I'm not throat tattoo girl. It's so sad. And then he goes, Oh, it sounds like you should do stand up in AA. And I was like, Burn. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Stand up in AA? Like, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> no, but because, you know, Shane is like a stand up comedian, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, he and I are so similar, dude. And then he's like, no, because Mountain Dew is is, is fine. <laughs> you need to do stand-up in AA. And I was like, I need to go fucking kill myself right now. It's so no, 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 no. See, I, I disagree. Mm-hmm. I think Mountain Dew is so much worse than beer. Really? Dude, there's like all sorts of chemicals in there and sodium and sugar. We're drinking GMO. Okay. All right. All right. Saiki Super Dry right now is like the worst beer in Japan. Okay. Nobody drank a bunch of Mountain Dew and then like had the shakes the next day. Maybe no, I I, yeah. I I I completely disagree. I think if you drink Mountain Dew all day, you're gonna wake mm-hmm. up in like a fucking diabetic coma. Diabetes. You know, I, th- that's no good, man. Mountain Dew, there's nothing good at Mountain Dew. Beer at least has like at least it makes you feel good. Mountain Dew is yeah. gonna make you feel good for all that fucking sugar. Yeah, it's not worth it. Beer has like uh, barley. Barley's good. That's wheat. That's um, carbs. You know, you need carbs. Yes. And there's, yes. there's sustenance. And this this okay. right here has a lot of water in it. It's a very watery now. So there's a lot of water. <laughs> it is very hydrating. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hydrating. And um, mm-hmm. let's see. Um, how much alcohol is in here now? Is it the same? 5.5? Or is that? Let me see. Uh, mm-hmm. Alcohol. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I can't see. Ah, five percent. 
It used to be 5.5. No, it's five. Oh, it, see, now I even further hate the goddamn recipe. Goddamn your soul, whoever did this to Asahi. Mm-mm. It was the best beer in Japan. Mm-mm. Asahi Super Dry used to be number one. favorite beer. Absolutely. Yeah. I used to drink it religiously. I called it Silver Bullets. I was like, ah, oh, the Silver Bullets. Oh, yeah. Now I'm just like, ugh, Silver Toilet Water. Oh, yeah. God. Mm-hmm. Oh man, everyone uh, needs to go uh, on Instagram and check out that po- poem you wrote about when you got all sad when you first drank this. It was so funny. It was cracking me up so much. Like I was, that was like the best poem I've ever read. Have you ever seen that commercial from the 70s of like the Indian, the Na- Native American that's uh he's like uh standing like in the forest or whatever, and then he sees like some trash and all of a sudden like one tear, tear drops. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was me after my first drink of this. I was like and my stone cold face stayed this face stayed the same and just one tear just like produced went down i was like it's all over it's all downhill now yeah mm-hmm. it's the end of humanity people right now everybody's all worried about nuclear war i've talked to like three people today they're like oh nuclear war is happening nuclear war it's all over this that and the other thing and i'm just like oh god you're worried about that i'm worried about asahi super dry i'm still pissed off nuclear war who cares about that he's super dry i mean god it's like geez it's like having something for so good for so long and then it just disappears and you're just like no it's like love you know it's better to have experienced love than to not experience love at all and i guess i did experience love with this this beer and i guess it's a good thing that i we got to experience it you you really don't know what you're missing until you lose it yeah that's true you can't put your arms around a memory no no no, that's true try God, that's so sad. This beer sucks. I'm sad. Yeah. (laughs) There's a fucking chart. I I think they think the public's completely stupid. Yeah. We better put a chart on here. (laughs) We put a chart on here. Maybe we'll sell more. Oh my God. Oh, that's terrible. All right. Let's drink all this beer tonight. Yeah, let's do it. And then and then we'll never drink Asahi Super Dry ever again until they bring back the formula. Okay. Yes. Yes, I'm boycotting this. So it's Budweiser's, and I have to pick a next beer now. Kirin's pretty good. When I finish that off. I don't know. Kirin, Sapporo, Ebisu. Mm. Oh, Ebisu's good. It's a little more expensive. This is heavy for me. If I have to choose a new beer, it's going to be like like my third marriage. So I I can't just run into this. See, Ebisu is good, but it's a little more expensive and it adds up within a week. You know, I mean, if you drink as much as we do, I mean, that's like an extra like 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> ah. So, yeah, that, that's a tough call. God, I really have to think about what my next beer is going to be mm-hmm. after after mm-hmm. this challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess we have three weeks to think challenge. about it. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> three weeks. All right. So three weeks. OK, so every day I'm going to dedicate half an hour. All right. <laughs> or maybe we become beer stops and we only get like craft beer. Yeah. We start going to like what the tap room. We only drink like was that the bad beard beer? Well, okay. The only reason that I'm doing the Budweiser thing and everyone gives me shit for it is because I'm a. They do. They do. I get shit from it too. Like, I was going to post that picture, but I sent it to a couple of faders and they're like, don't post that picture. I'm like, what? Just say Missy drank all of them. Everybody needs to know out there. I drink Budweiser's because I'm allergic to a lot of things. I have like an autoimmune disorder. And if I drink yeast and stuff willy nilly, like, I just die. And Budweiser's pasteurized and it's very safe. 
So sorry. Safer. But wait, 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 wait. So what happens if you drink, let's say you drink like a Heineken, what will happen? Uh, Does your skin get all itchy or some shit? Oh, I get flu-like symptoms for about three days straight. From drinking Heineken? From drink well, Heineken is okay, but if I drink enough craft beers, yeah. Um, like like literally like like flu symptoms. Like I really? will, I will like shit my pants. <laughs> We don't want that. Actually, there's a couple of faders out there. They're like, uh, if we sign up for Patreon, is there uh any- no, that's not gonna no, happen. No, don't make me drink this stuff, please. You know, there's a lot of faders that want to come to Japan once they open the borders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been getting like tons of emails. Well, there's that and if some whoever buys that NFT that got faded japan logo you get to drink with me oh yeah that's right oh, mm-hmm. i'll put that in the show notes too mm-hmm. oh my gosh well, oh my god okay what if hypothetical situation somebody buys the nft and like they send you a message like hey missy i bought the nft and um i want you to drink craft beer would you do it <laughs> no <laughs> you're like bitch no i'm only drinking budweiser yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I was just throwing that out there just in case, because I, I know who listens to the show. Mm. Not all of you guys, but I, I've, I've, I've conversed with a, quite a few of you guys. Oh and Do I have a secret admirer out there who wants me to drink craft beer? I, well, I don't know about <laughs> You've got a couple of secret admirers out there for sure. But uh, I mean, craft that beer. you know about. Yeah. Oh, and you haven't told me. I think I told you about like two of them. Well, yeah. 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 So by secret, I meant are there more? Well, I mean, then it's a secret. That's secret I to know, me. That's oh. people just no. love you. They don't love me. <laughs> but fuck true. you, Johnny. We're only here for Missy <laughs> and Tom. Yeah, Tom used to be. Uh, no, Tom. He's coming back actually. When? Uh, next a week. Next week, Tom's coming back. Tom's coming back. Okay, yeah, Tom. he's got a new job. He lost. He, really? he, he lost the other job, mm-hmm. and then he got a new new job. Mm-hmm. So okay, so the. Every time I talk to him, he's sober, kind of. So, like, he, he can, he just tells me all these weird stories about trying to find jobs in Japan. Mm-hmm. But he's got this really unique job that he wants to talk about. So, I'm not going to say anything else until he's here and stuff. But he wants to be on the show and he wants to do a completely sober show. So, uh, yeah, which is going to be great because, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to be drinking for three weeks. So, yeah. Okay. Two yes. weeks. And then we're going to go the extra week just to see if we can. Yeah. Okay. I can do two weeks. I, I can do two weeks. I can do. <laughs> I can do it. I can do two weeks. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I got to get a loan to go to this restaurant. Oh, my God. But the steaks at that restaurant's awesome. Oh, my God. It's they're so good. It. It's mm. worth it. Yeah, it is. It is expensive, but it's worth every penny. I think they're my favorite steaks in Japan. It's the only Japanese restaurant that I know that has a steak challenge. Oh, right. Yeah, that's true. Mm. If you if you eat was it if you eat like five pounds of steak in yeah. 50 minutes or something, mm-hmm. Plus the rice. Five, five pounds of steak. Is I it think, five pounds? Is I it like, think it's five pounds. It's like so, one huge or two huge steak. I don't know. Like, all right, I don't want to say that. Like, I don't want to say what it is. But I, I, From what I remember I, I, now, I might be wrong, but I think it's five pounds of steak and two pounds of rice. See, the rice is going to be the that's kicker. That's the killer, yeah. Because you can awesome. eat that meat. You're like, hell yeah, this is awesome. Then all of a sudden you, you finish. It's kind of like that movie, The Great Outdoors with John Candy. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I did it. And they're like, you got to eat the grizzle. He's like, oh, no, you got to eat the grizzle. So the grizzle, in this case, would be the rice. that movie in, like, ages. Oh, it's such a good movie. The Green Outdoors with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, my God. So I need to watch that again. John Candy, he was great. Yes, he was. He was great. Awesome. Dan, no, the thing is, they're both Canadian. Really? Yeah, Dan Aykroyd and John Candy are both Canadian. I wonder which part of Canada they're both from. Oh, there's a lot of really funny Canadians. I mean, Jim Carrey Jim too. Carrey yeah, he's Canadian. Favorite yeah. actor of all time. So yeah, he's Canadian. Mm-hmm. And Tom Green. Oh, Tom Green, yeah. who was on the show. He's well, oh. actually, actually, he was Canadian. Oh, okay. He oh. he turned into American. Oh, well, he changed Jim his. Jim yeah. American now too. So. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do they do that for tax reasons? I was Pro- probably, probably really. Probably, yeah. I mean, why not? You know, if you're living in L.A. or wherever they live. I wonder if Dave Foley's uh, American right now. He's been living in America for like, what, 30 years? The guy from Kids in the Mm -hmm. Hall? Kids in the Hall, yeah. Mm -hmm. He was funny in Kids in the Hall. Kids in the Hall was great. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have the DVDs? I don't. You don't? Mm -mm. You've got a lot. You get an impressive DVD collection. I've got a bunch of Saturday Night Lives, but no Mm. Kids in the Hall. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's great. Well, on that note, I think it's time to get into the news. Okay. You want to get in the news? Mm-hmm. You want to do this? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's chug these beers mm-hmm. because these are the, the last beers we're going to chug. I'm getting nervous. I'm not nervous. Why? I'm going to miss I'm scared. You. <laughs> I'm really worried. I'm worried I'm going to have to pay a lot of money. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, cheers. Come pie. Okay, cheers. okay this is. Mm. Oh, that was not delicious. Let me have another one. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Why do these taste so bad? Why did they change the formula? That doesn't make any sense. Why would you do that? Oh, this got you know what this tastes like? You know what this tastes like? I'm gonna be honest, all right? This, all right. Baders, if you really want to drink the brand new Asahi Super Dry, all you got to do is go into your bathroom, brush your teeth, use a little bit of mouthwash, gargle, 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 and then go into the kitchen and drink a full glass of orange juice. There you go. That, that's the new Asahi Super Dry. Mm-hmm. Hey, come pie again. Mm-hmm. Come pie to ugh, the worst experience ever. Oh. Uh, maybe 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 this is like corona you got to put something in here or something <laughs> i don't I, I missed that one what you know like mean? corona chronic tastes decent but then when you add the oh, lime oh, it the tastes beer, the lime okay i see no now the coronavirus there's <laughs> <laughs> like coronavirus if you don't taste anything it's great i've got stories <laughs> yeah. oh my god no 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 this <laughs> all right all right so this is like corona beer like you got to add something to it like does it say it doesn't say anything like no it, it, it says this is delicious here's the chart of delicious oh yeah it should say like compared to the last beer that doesn't make any goddamn sense the upward curve here that's wait yeah. it goes down though it's like yay and then it goes down i don't understand why does grass. it go down? I, I understand grass i understand charts but i don't understand this one's wacky you got to be really drunk to be like oh i guess it makes sense Oh, I wish I had some lines upstairs. Oh my gosh. You know what? I, I think I think it should say something on the side that says, to make this taste delicious, add real beer. <laughs> <laughs> Empty out this can and add real beer into the can. Do you have any real beer? I, I want this to taste good. 
Here, let's just dump it out and have real beer. Oh, oh, oh God, I'm spilling it on me. Oh, now you're going to smell like shit, too. Because <laughs> it tastes like shit. I'm sure if it spills on you, it's going to smell like shit. Isn't that derogatory? And, and I finally bathed today after, like, bath- not bathing for three days. Because I was what? drunk. What? I was drunk for three for- Ten days. Oh my God, you got to be careful, man. Well, why am I going to infect? No, you're going to get like scabies or something, right? Or I, I, oh my God, I'm bleeding. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you scratch? Oh, you scratched. As soon as you said that, I decided to look at my arm, and I'm full on bleeding. Oh man, <laughs> that's like a biohazard. And got picture. Actually, that's not the first time we've had blood on the show. Tom's cut himself several times. He broke oh. a glass once and oh. cut himself in my apartment. I just started bleeding on my own. Well, oh, I don't know. This maybe- is the first time I'm like, maybe you should edit this part out because this is gross. Usually I'm like, oh, I'm silly on the show, let it go. But th- I don't know about this one. So wait, apologies. this is like a scab that you touched, right? I guess so. I think I was just scratching it just now without um, noticing what I was doing. I'm sure. Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think you're fine. Although the other day I was at 7-Eleven buying Budweisers like two, three days ago, and like I'm bleeding out of my mouth and shit, and I don't know why. And I was like, maybe I have the consumption. Now you're just an alcoholic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Budweiser girl came in. She's all beaten up, probably from her boyfriend. Oh, oh no. man. Domestic violence girl. You know, if you come in there a couple of times, you're all bloody. That's what they're going to call you. DVG. Oh, DVG came in. Domestic violence girl. No. But actually, DVG, it's sexless. It could be domestic violence guy. Which could be good or bad. The guy shows up with a black eye, like, man, your wife really beats the shit out of you. Like, yeah, I don't even like it anymore. The only person who is a threat to me is myself. <laughs> okay. Like, this is all that's constantly just happening. Really? When I'm drinking with Tom, he's the biggest threat with me because a threat to me because that guy is like, well, you know, we're almost out of money, but we have just enough for like three shots each. I'm like, what? <laughs> Come on, Johnny, let's do it. <laughs> That's not my Tom voice. <laughs> Actually, Tom says he's kind of sober now. That is his voice. I, I told you, he kind of sounds like the guy from King of the Hill. <laughs> so, uh, Tony, uh, after we uh, buy a little propane, would you like to do some shots? I'm like, yeah, it's a- what? <laughs> propane and shots? Yeah, just a, a little bit of shots and propane. It goes together. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, let's get into the news. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break, faders. And when we come back, we got the news. <sighs> hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. 
Fritzia Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete. At Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. That's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. Comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your feet on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food? got just the place for you soul food house in azabujuvan check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com come by and taste the love we look forward to feeding you 
And we are back. All right, faders. What we have now is the news. And uh, this news is pretty hardcore. And uh, I love it. This story takes place in Osaka. I used to do. Firefighter arrested for stealing 200,000 yen from burning house. I think the word stealing is a misprint. It should be rescuing. Yeah, I was just thinking. Rescuing. Jeez. He was rescuing the money from that burning house. Police in Osaka arrested a 22-year-old firefighter in suspicion of stealing 200,000 yen from a burning house last July. How much money is that in USD? Um, $2,000? Not that much money mm. in today's world. That's about as much money it costs to fill up your, tank, your gas tank. <laughs> I can't speak. Your tank of gas, your gas tank, <laughs> that, that tank in your car. According to police, Fuya Nagashima was one of a team of firefighters called to put on a blaze at a two-story house in Abeno Ward on July 15th. Sankai Shimbun reported after the blaze, he was extinguishing Nagashima took the money in an envelope from a chest of drawers in a room on the second floor. In December, Nagashima went back to visit the man in his 60s who lived in the house, which had been repaired, and said he would like to make a safety inspection to see that everything was all right. A nice guy. Mm -hmm. While he was inspecting the room on the second floor, the resident got suspicious and called 110. 110 is? The Japanese phone number to the police. To nine, yeah, basically 911. Yep. Uh, police said re the resident told them he initially thought that the 200,000 yen had been destroyed in the fire, but said that after Nagashima's second visit, he was not so sure. Now, this guy's pretty smart. Pretty smart. Police said Nagashima has admitted to stealing the money and quoted him as saying that he needed it to pay off gambling debts. My goodness. Why would you even say that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I took your money because I got gambling debts. I've been gambling all over town. Horse races, bicycling races, baby races. I do it all. I'm on top of my game. But I always lose <laughs> on this poor SOB. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. 22 years old. You know what's going to happen? He's going to go to jail for six months, right? Mm -hmm. And when he comes out, he can't be a firefighter again, yeah, which means basically, what's he going to do? What, what can he do? I mean, if you've been training for like, what, four years to be a firefighter, you got nothing. Well, he can go back to gambling. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, obviously, he's not good at that. <laughs> This guy's been making mistakes left, right, and center, man. This guy doesn't know how to gamble. I wonder, I really wonder what his game, God, I hope it's not Pachinko. You think it's Pachinko? He's like, that's, I've got gambling debts. That's pretty standard in Japan. I mean, there's not much else gambling in Japan, really. No, it's Osaka. They got everything there. Really? No, I, dude, I Osaka. Like, casinos were illegal and stuff. Oh, it's illegal, but Osaka's fucking a different world, man. Oh, I, oh, I see that. That level of gambling. Yeah, I love Osaka. Osaka's crazy. It's so much fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, so this firefighter is going to be 
I'm trying to think of something funny, but there's nothing no, funny about this. Really this sad. is really, it's it's really sad. He went back to rob the house in a fire. Ex- he's like, listen, um, just in case there's more fire, just in case they, we, we try to put all of it out, but just in case we're just going to check. This guy's gambling addiction is so bad that he went in a burning down house and risked his life for 2K. That is sad. Okay. Oh my so, God. No, but he I returned. Hope, he returned. Okay. Yeah. But okay, I hope things get better for him. They won't, won't though. I I really (laughs) doubt it. I doubt it. I really, he's he's gonna start setting up fires at banks. He's gonna go to like a bank and like start a fire and be like, I used to be a firefighter. Let me come in here and try to put down, like, he's got like a Superman outfit or whatever, but it's not like an ass. There's a big F. Oh, god, this is hilarious. (laughs) Okay, your turn. Man arrested for exposing himself to woman says he has done it on at least 30 occasions. Oh, police in Tokyo said Thursday that a 47 year old man who has been arrested for exposing himself to a 22 year old woman, woman as she walked home has admitted doing the same thing in uh, to other women on at least 30 occasions. Hmm. According to police, Junjiro Ishizaki, a caregiver at a nursing home for elderly residents, approached the woman who's a university student as she walked along a street at around 7 a.m. A.m. Wow, not even in the night. Yeah. Wednesday near J.R. Kamiari Station in Katsushika Ward, Sankei Shimbun reported. He dropped his pants, exposing his oh, lower body. Do you think he was running around like, because you know, his pants are down by his legs. He can't like walk really quickly. Police have been patrolling the area following reports of similar incidents in the same area since early last month, and an officer detained Ishizaki as he tried to get away. (laughs) His pants down by his ankles. Jesus. Police said Ishizaki has admitted flashing young women on at least 30 occasions and quoted him as saying he did it to relieve the stress of his job and that he felt a sense of euphoria when he did it. Is that what happens? <laughs> I don't know. I've got a lot of stress. I, I, I'm not a flash. I've got a lot of stress in my life. You know, I, I've got a lot of bills. I've got a lot of things. I don't have a lot of, I, I maybe I'm going to call my wife and be like, all right, we're doing some role playing tonight, babe. <laughs> Let's just imagine you're a businesswoman going to work at seven o'clock in the, poor girl, seven o'clock in the, in the morning, fucking morning, going to work. And all of a sudden she's got to see some fucking dickheads like penis. She's like, Oh God, no, hell no, not this morning. Fuck this. I'm calling the cops. Oh my God. Dude, fucking, if I was a girl and some guy exposed himself, I would run up to him and kick him in the dick. That's what I would do. I just kick him in the if I was a girl and that happened to me like more than once, I'd be wearing combat boots, steel toe combat boots, and kick him in the dick. Actually, I met a really nice flasher in Japan. A few years ago. Really? He's like, hi, here's my card. <laughs> no, so, what happened? So, like, I've never had any, like, like people just, like, run up to me, like, like, grope me randomly on the street kind of thing. Like, I don't know, people are probably afraid of me or something. I don't know. But once I was um, walking home late at night and this this guy comes up to me and he has that, like, stereotypical, um, you know, flasher jacket thing. And, no, and it was a like raincoat this. from, like, the 1980s, like, no, in fucking no. uh, Gremlins. <laughs> Remember in Gremlins? <laughs> ah. no, I mean, it's like a black, like long coat, right? It was like this. And he had his hands like this. And he went up to me and he said, oh, excuse me. Would it be okay if I flashed you? 
And I said, no, that would not be okay. And he went, oh, okay, I'm sorry. And he didn't. And he turned around and walked away. And I was like, oh. Was his last name Spacey? <laughs> A.K.A. Kevin Spacey? No, no, not Kevin Spacey. It was, uh, who's that fucking comedian? The guy with the red hair. C.K. Louis C.K. Oh, that oh. guy. Sorry. Well, they've both been fucking hashtag fucking me too or whatever. They're, they're both fucked. But yeah, Kevin Spacey. So right. he no, yes. he's kind of a, yeah, I don't know. Kevin Spacey's not a rapist, is he? Probably, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I want to put that out there. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. He's, but, he's um, bad. But. No, this was like a Japanese person. Like he said it to me in Japanese. You know, he's but, all like, sumimasen, is it okay if I, yeah. And I was like, that's very polite of you. So that's so weird. That well, uh, well Japan has a lot of polite people. That's, that, true. that's what I like about Japan. That's why I moved back here from Hollywood. Like one, of, well, of many reasons. One is that I like how polite everyone is. So yeah, people aren't really polite in Detroit. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, they're not really polite. <laughs> You go to McDonald's and somebody punches you in the stomach and then they cut in front of you and you're like, oh, why'd you do that? I'm not even hungry anymore. <laughs> like going to McDonald's in Hollywood or Detroit, like you risk your life to go to McDonald's, you know, and oh. out here is just like, like the nicest, you know, it's just like, oh, it's yeah. clean, you know, it's just, oh, I love it. Yeah. Japan's great. Okay. Well, next story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving forward. Okay. I'm, I'm going to have to move this mic back and forth. There we go. <clears throat> Okay. Uh, <clears throat> man arrested for climbing train station wall to meet wife in Kobe. Love Kobe. They got great beef there. Mm-hmm. A 44-year-old unemployed man was arrested on Sunday on suspicion of forcibly obstruction of business after he was seen walking along the tracks and climbing a wall on the Hanshin main line in Kobe. Police said the driver of a limited express train passing through Ogi Station first noticed the man Walking on the tracks, Fuji TV reported. Police said the man, Takashi Sakamoto, walked along the 1.1 kilometers of Fukai Station. Well, that's that's a long station. Then he climbed up the station's inbound line wall and sat there for approximately 90 minutes, like Humpty Dumpty. Uh, Sakamoto was arrested at around 3.45 p.m. after yelling from the platform wall that he was waiting for his wife. Is this kind of like the end of the graduate? Ah, Remember that with Justin Hoffman? I I don't remember that movie. Oh, you don't remember that? I know of its existence. Cuckoo, cuckoo, Mrs. Robinson. (laughs) Okay. You got to watch it. It's a classic. It's so good. Uh, The Henshin Main Line temporarily suspended services between Nishimoyoya and Migiage stations. This prompts some state some trains to offload passengers onto the tracks via an emergency ladder and guide them to the nearest station on foot. Oh, this guy is going to have to pay so much money when he gets out of jail. Holy shit! Because every time, like if, if for any reason whatsoever, you fuck up like a train, you have to pay for all the train, all the passengers' oh, that's, tickets. That's true. And then you yeah. got to pay a fine that's just oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh yeah, and you, like when you kill yourself in front of the train, your family has to pay so much money. Oh my god! Yeah, damages. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. If you kill yourself, if you jump in front of a train, actually, that's why a lot of people do that when they they find out that their exes like cheat on them. They're like, fuck them. They jump in front of the train. And they're like, I'll put you in debt forever. Oh, shit! Don't give me ideas. You're not. 
I'm married. Uh, although services finally, well, I don't know, services, although services finally resumed at 5.35 p.m. on Sunday, a total of 90 trains. Oh, this guy is so fucked and he's unemployed. 90 trains on the inbound and outbound lines were either suspended or delayed, affecting around 10,000 passengers. Holy shit. So this guy's unemployed, 10,000 passengers. Everybody's paying at least like $3 a ticket. That's 30,000 plus the fines. This is like a hundred thousand dollar fuck up. A hundred thousand dollar fuck up. You fucked up, sir. You fucked up, sir. Oh my God. Holy shit. I've been in college debt before, dude. College debt sucked. It took me 10 years to pay off my fucking college fucking loans. And and this guy, he's going to be paying this off for like, and he, how old is he? He's like, what? How old is this guy? 44. 44. He's going to be paying this off until that he's 80. He's going to get his pension and his pension that he's been paying for fucking years. It's going to go straight. And he's, he was waiting for his wife. Um, Yeah, sir. You might get divorced. Oh my God. Oh, geez. You know, I'm, I'm getting stressed out just thinking about how much money this guy has to pay. Yeah. Oh God. Oh, you dumb son of a bitch. Yeah. I, I I hope it's worth it. I hope his wife's like, oh, you know what? He loves me. It's all right. When he gets yeah. out of prison, we pay off. We pay off that debt. Yeah, you know? that's <laughs> no, dude, fuck it. This guy's no, getting divorced. Yeah. She's like, wait. If I divorce this guy, I don't get in debt. Or I fuck this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay. Next story. Okay. Um, fifteen-year-old boy arrested over attempted murder of father. Oh. Police in Isasaki Guma Prefecture on Sunday arrested a 15-year-old boy on suspicion of attempted murder after he stabbed his 48-year-old father. According to police, the boy stabbed his father in the neck using a knife with an 18.5 centimeter long blade while he slept at around 4.25 a.m. Sankei Shimbun reported. The boy's mother woke up and called 119 which is the um, Japanese phone number for the ambulance. The victim was taken to hospital and is in a stable condition, doctors said. Police quoted the boy as saying he wanted to kill his father, but didn't say what the trouble was between them. All right. Okay. We've done this a couple of times, and um, I think I know what the answer is. So, Missy, what do you think the answer is? Why did this kid try to kill his dad? I don't know. Why? Why? Nine times out of 10, Mm -hmm. the parents are like, yo, you've been playing video games all day and you got to turn this Mm -hmm. shit off. Mm -hmm. And he's the kids like, yo, I'm playing World of Worldcraft or whatever. He's like in some kind of like a group of kids playing this game Mm -hmm. and he's forced to turn it off. And he gets fucking so pissed off that he fucking tries to slay his parents. (laughs) Facts. Really? Yeah. Yeah, dude, fucking if I have kids, man, they're not having any kind of Nintendo, PlayStation, computer, nothing, dude. I'm going full on Amish with my kids. But I'm like, these kids are called books. (laughs) Yes, with books, if you open them up, they're filled with surprises and interesting (laughs) stories. Oh, my God. There you go. Dude, because I mean, the thing is, it's just like these kids, dude. I mean, fucking like my brother's got two kids and actually, I think they're pretty good kids. 
but still, yeah, you know, sounds like it. Yeah, I mean, but they get kind of absorbed in video games and stuff. So I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think they'd stab a motherfucker over it, though. That's, no, not my nephews, that, yeah, but this guy, holy shit, this kid, yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy. He's Fifteen years old too. Oh. Fifteen years old, man. But the thing is, though, if you're fifteen years old in Japan, you do a heinous crime like that. Once you turn like eight, was it eighteen or twenty? Once you turn 20, pretty much your slate is wiped clean. And I agree with that. I think that's a good thing. I mean, uh, Scandinavia is like that, too. So if you try to kill your, you stab your dad, 18, 18 centimeters? For all you Americans out there, that is like fucking like a foot and two inches. It's like, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight 18 nine, 12, centimeters, 13, right? 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, no, 18. 18 centimeters is like this, dude. That is not 18 centimeters. That's, like no, this. You're, like, that's, you're thinking 18 inches. No, no, that's 18, oh, 18 inches. Yeah, it's like, a centimeter is like one centimeter is like this, one inch is like this. I'm getting a ruler. No, no, 18. a centimeter is like this. So if you just go like, if you count yeah. one, one, two, two three, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, that big. Oh, okay, probably in between what we were saying. Okay, so let's just say it's a Rambo size knife. <laughs> yeah. It's a Rambo. It's not. Yeah. It's a Rambo size. But the dad, holy smokes, the dad got stabbed in the neck with a fifteen-year-old kid. That's a. That's a. That's almost a man. In some countries, that's a man. In some religions, that's a man. You're fifteen years old. You're like, fuck you, dad, dude. He's sleeping. He's like, oh god, I gotta go to the plant tomorrow. <laughs> gotta work. I got a couple of meetings. Dad goes to bed. All of a sudden, he wakes up with a fucking knife in his throat. He's like. Ah, what happened? His son's up there. He's like, that's what you get for turning off Mario, bitch. He's like, oh, no, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, mm. Could you imagine being the mom <laughs> waking up to that? <laughs> I'm going to say two words. Mm. Cancel Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is over for this kid, dude. This kid's not going to college. I don't care how goddamn smart this kid is. Obviously, he's not smart at all. He probably wasn't going to go to college in the first place. These parents are not going to fucking work overtime to send their kid to fucking college, dude. This kid, he's probably just going to go to Juvie Hall. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, as you said, in Japan, they they understand that, you know, young kids, they have their moments. So, you know, it's going to be okay for him later. Somewhat. Like, he's probably not going to go to college, but... It's the states where they put like like kids in jail for the rest of their lives or like like execute fucking kids like, you know, all that they'll execute adults that committed crimes when they were like 14 years old, which is like fucking insane. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's kind of crazy over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, all right. Well, yeah, this kid screwed kind of for, for the next three years. He screwed. <laughs> all right. Next story. Oh, more stabbing. Yes. All right. Good. Today is stabby night. Stabby night. Okay. okay, your turn. Mine. Okay. 78 year old man stabbed in head by pick after argument with neighbor. I think that's a misspelling. It should be 78 year old man stabbed in head by prick after <laughs> okay. argument with neighbor. Wait, does that make sense too? Yeah. Yeah. Does it make sense? I'm not sure. It both that. makes sense. Okay. That's cool. It makes sense. All right. Cool. All right. This story takes place in. Oh, 
but like you're so anti-stabby now i'm sad <laughs> i'm just like oh mr stabby don't talk ill of the dead <laughs> i'm not saying anything about mr stabby oh, okay. i'm just saying things about stabbing so in general okay Damn, there's a lot of stabbing actually there's a lot of murder actually you know that guy he's st- he stabbed someone else other than the heckler thing when he was doing that stand-up comedy show he uh, i heard recently actually the faders that are listening don't know this don't know this the really? whole story yeah I know, I know. so i had this boyfriend who's like a stand-up comedian and he went to prison because he stabbed a heckler mm. so here we go um and then i was just saying like um i heard recently that he like stabbed someone else because they, they were a cigarette <laughs> i was like what i'm like now that's crazy the heckler thing i get it that i get but the cigarette thing, I'm like, now you've gone too far, sir. <laughs> That's too much. Yeah, people ask me for cigarettes all the time. What about bars and clubs? <laughs> I know, I know me yeah, too. cigarette. I'm like, dude, I don't smoke. Like, come on, man, just give me a cigarette. I'm like, I, I, I seriously don't smoke unless I'm really drunk. And then yeah. I'm gonna ask you for a cigarette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, well, anyway, okay. So, police in Saitama City have arrested a 56 year old unemployed man on suspicion of attempted murder after he stabbed a 78-year-old man several times in the head with a small pick. According to police, the incident occurred on a sidewalk in Iwatsuki Ward at around 8.35 a.m. on Thursday, Sankei Shinbun reported. Police said the suspect, Yasufumi Saito, has admitted to the charge. Police said Saito and the victim, who are neighbors, got into an argument on the street. Saito's wife, who was with him, called 110 and said her husband had stabbed someone. The victim was taken to hospital. Narc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Narc. Yeah. The victim was taken to hospital where doctors said Friday his wounds were not life threatening. Police said Saito's wife told them that there had been trouble in the past between her husband and their neighbor over noise. Uh, I think some of us can relate to that. Yes. (laughs) Is that the last? Oh, my God. That's the last story. Oh, my gosh. Over noise. How much noise does a 70 year old person make unless they're snoring with the window open? They probably do that annoying, like, um, yell before they like sneeze. Like a lot of old people (laughs) (laughs) did. Hachu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's bizarre. I used to have a neighbor like that. It was horrible. Really? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, I think I'm cool. I'm not cool with my neighbors, but I just don't know my neighbors. Mm-hmm. I kind of know them by face. I just say, you know, like, oh, oh come on. And you know, I just say hello. That's mm-hmm. it, you know? And and in Tokyo, that's kind of the way it should be, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, people here are kind of like, they mind their own business and stuff, you know? I, when you go to, like, the suburbs or the countryside, people know all their neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and in the States, like, actually, when I lived in San Francisco, I knew everybody on my, not everybody, I would say I knew at least, like, 20% of everybody on my floor. Oh, that's sweet. When I lived that's really nice. Bush and Leavenworth. You know, because when I first <sighs> moved here to this house, so I've been at this house, what, what do you say, six months now? Maybe more? No way. I watched her cats for four months. So yeah, it's got to be like almost a year now. Like no, I would say like, uh-uh, because I had um, you've only had one Christmas year. That's right. I, I have um, just been living here a couple months before I went to Hollywood with Mr. Seth. So it'd be so. at least like three, three six, seven, eight, nine. I'd say nine eight, months, eight or nine. Yeah. Yeah. So when I first moved here, um, I share like like an address and everything with like a ton of neighbors here. 
And so I really wanted to be friends with a lot of the neighbors. And, you know, I, I went up to them. I'm like, hi, I thought it'd be so nice, um, you know, to be friends with them because I'm like living by myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, they wanted nothing to do with that. <laughs> like they, they looked at me and then they opened the door and closed it and locked everything. Like, out. So you're living in the old Jones's suicide house, huh? <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> Now they, well, maybe so, but they also took one look at me and they're like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> you know, so, really? Yeah. That was before your neck and face tattoo as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I had the I, I just had the arm tattoos at that point. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. They didn't they didn't like me right off the bat. So I don't know. Your neighbors are kind of dicks. I rode my, <laughs> yeah. I rode my bike up here the other day mm-hmm. and there's a neighbor standing on that, that ledge over there. He's smoking a cigarette. He's like, <laughs> like he leaned forward and blew it out and stuff. Even though I'm like 30 feet away, I could see that he did that. I was like, "Man, you're a jerk." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. These people are kind of weird. they've probably been living here for such a long time in this house. Maybe people come and go kind of like frequently or something. Because yeah. I mean, it is the old Jones's murder house. So yeah, it is that. But you know, and also in Japan, like tattoos aren't really like that well liked in Japan anyway. So. Well, it really depends on the person in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, my neighborhood, like down the street, mm-hmm. there's quite a few people that are about our age and older that have tattoos. That's cool. But that's a different story. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah it's there not you. fashionable. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the neighbors down the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's more of a business thing. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that in another podcast. <laughs> You told me today that I couldn't <clears throat> tell those stories of mine that were well, the stories that you have with that business are going to be like different. But uh, yeah, that'll be a different podcast. We'll save that for the Patreon. <laughs> okay. We'll have fucking like total anarchy Patreon stories. Yeah. We're basically yeah. like, I mean, we'll have like a special Patreon where like, I mean, when anybody signs up for it, so they can get it to the the total anarchy, like fucking balls to the wall stories where you can talk about all the um the crazy situations you've been into that kind of scares me actually. <laughs> I'm like, what? No, no way. No, I'm missing. No, you know? yeah, yeah. no way. No. Oh my gosh. Faders. I want to say thank you so much for tuning into this very special episode of got faded Japan. This is the last episode of us drinking for three weeks. Well, two weeks, maybe three weeks, at least two weeks. Right. Something like this. Yeah. Oh, fingers crossed. You know, we'll see. I mean, tomorrow, Missy, I can be like, Hey, uh, guess what? Um, you know what? It was midnight, and uh, you know, like gremlins, you're not supposed to feed them. Well, I was supposed to drink after midnight, but I did. I am Spike. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, that was the name of the gremlin, the one with the mohawk. Spike. Mm-hmm. Was that his name? I think so. Was it Spike? No. I think so. Was it Spike? Yeah. Then no, it wasn't Spike. It was something else. God, there's like people listening right now being like, Johnny, you are way too fucking faded. Yes, I am too fucking faded. Yeah, but my memory is just just gets gets worse with age and drinks. <laughs> yeah, the more you drink, the worse it gets. Yep. Yeah. You know, when I when I don't drink for like maybe like a week or so, I'm just like, I remember everything. <laughs> and I remember feelings. <laughs> I feel happy and sad at the same time. Oh, no, I'm joking. I'm so joking. Anyway. Thank you so much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Faded Japan. It is great to fade with you guys. Um, if you want to see the full video and behind the scenes and all that shit, you can go to the uh, Twitch or you can go to YouTube. Oh, oh a Patreon. Oh, you, you, yeah, I'll put this on Patreon. Yeah, I'll put the full thing on Patreon. Yeah, good idea. And um, 
Yeah. Regarding um, all the ways to support the show, you can tell a friend, you can tell an enemy, you can tell a family member, you can tell your bartender, you can tell your bus driver, you can tell the people that you hate at work, you can buy a sticker, a t-shirt, all that shit, and all that shit's on the Patreon, and it's also available, well, actually, we don't have any of this stuff available at the moment, but it is going to be available on, uh, let's see, we've got... Instagram, Facebook, we've got uh, TikTok, we've got uh, Twitter, we've got all the SNS. Just Google Got Fit in Japan and support us. But actually, going to telling a friend is actually the best way you could do it. I mean, seriously. And um, what else was I going to say? Oh, NFT. Go for it. Oh, yeah, NFT. So I put up an NFT of the newest Got, uh, got Faded logo. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically like Johnny and me and Tom being garbage pal kids. So if you buy that NFT, you will not only be the owner of the Got Faded Japan logo with us in it, you will also get to drink with me. Now you can drink with me here in Tokyo if you come visit me or you're in Tokyo, or we can drink on Zoom if you're out of the country. So there you go. I think that's pretty awesome. Drinking with Missy is a lot of fun. But (laughs) if they buy it, if they buy it like tomorrow, Mm -hmm. they got to wait three weeks yeah yeah they do they do oh man that sucks wait three no buy it now and then yeah buy it now and then three anytime three weeks from now we can do it so how much are you gonna drink once i start drinking again yeah back to my usual (laughs) (laughs) two bottles of gin and a case of beer hell yeah that's awesome all right faders thank you so much for tuning to this very special episode of got faded japan i am faded how much beer do we still have oh my god are you serious i don't even want to drink the rest of this shit oh my god how much Uh, uh, you say that but one one two three four four tall boys say you don't want it but i know you're going to no i definitely will but it's just like oh god is it uh, that's why I'm drinking slowly tonight. Although like I didn't eat them. I had salad for dinner tonight. So that, I think that's why I'm kind of faded right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have some food upstairs. What do you got? Um, we have some duck and some tofu and some eggs. You have duck? Yeah. Like duck? Yeah. Who has duck? <laughs> I got some leftover duck from the other night. You know? I was just cooking by myself. I was just watching The Exorcist and Hellraiser. I just decided to barbecue some duck in the fucking backyard. I mean, that's what you do on a Thursday night, right? How did you know I watched? Don't the be Exorcist? a pussy. Huh? How did you know I watched The Exorcist yesterday? Oh, I know because I know it's your favorite movie, so okay. I just threw that out there. <laughs> if, if fucking you saw Hellraiser, I'd be really shocked. Like, what you you saw Hellraiser? I discussed watching Hellraiser right after The Exorcist. Well, Alice did, Cooper's did in Hellraiser. Huh? Which, oh, which one is he in? Isn't Alice Cooper in the first Hellraiser? No, he's in the Nightmare on Elm Street. Alice Cooper's in a nightmare in Elm Street. Mm-hmm. I'm Googling this shit. <laughs> no way. I'm, I'm pretty oh, sure he's in the Or And then he did that song, Man Behind the Mask, which was Friday the 13th. Yeah, Friday the 13th, part six. Yeah, that was, um, oh God, what's the name of the fucking album? It was the one that had the snake around his mouth. But uh, yeah, uh, oh. Constrictor, was that yeah, the name of the yeah, album? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's back. The man behind the mask, and he's out of control. He's back. Oh, man, that was great, dude. Oh, my God, I really would love to see a Friday the 13th Part 6. Oh, let's do it. I I own every single Friday DVD ever. But your DVD player is not hooked up, right? Is it not hooked up? I don't know. 
I have to go up and check. Did James do it? Did he hook it I up? Don't, you don't name names on the internet of other people. I said Jameson Whiskey. <laughs> That's what I said. I'll edit that out. All right, baby. Thank you very much. <laughs> Shit. Are we gonna get, we're watching Friday 13th, I guess. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to see you guys next week. You guys are fucking awesome. Love you guys. We're sober next week, by the way. Uh, good luck. Peace. Bye. <laughs> My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Oh, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Suicide, it's a suicide. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.